Hello, and welcome to the Friendini Podcast. I'm Vic. And I'm Nick. And we're your hosts. We'll be chatting about friendship, life, teaching, New York, and a bunch of other stuff. So sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Frontini Podcast. Hey, Vic. Hey, hey. What's up? I'm excited about the real episode five. <laughs> yes, this is real episode five, not episode five, really episode four. <laughs> yeah, not, not when it's episode four and I just am very, very confident that it's episode five. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you convinced me, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. So today, the title for the real episode five is living that bagel lifestyle. So we are going to do a deep dive into bagels and that lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle. So to start off, what are you drinking today? Uh, today I am having a Diet Coke. Oh, cool. An oldie, but a goodie. An oldie, but a goodie. And And a classic, not the Coke Zero. Not Coke Zero, good old Diet Coke. Yeah. Ice and lemon. Oh, ooh, hello. Yes, I do battle with the Diet Coke addiction, though, so it's a slippery slope. See, I, I do like a Diet Coke, but I like Coke Zero. I was into Coke Zero for a while, and I'm back to regular Diet Coke. It's, like, sweeter or something, I think. But, no, the OG is good. But if you have lemon on hand, wow. It's like a restaurant. Fancy. Yeah. I got to make up for my restaurant somewhere. No, it's nice. I have... um. Iced peppermint tea right now. That sounds delicious. Yeah. When I make, I started doing that, you know, since the quarantine. So what I do is I make my um, iced coffee in the morning. So I I do the coffee in the French press and then I put in extra water and I make like uh, jars of tea. So I just like pick a flavor of tea. I put in the tea bag and then I fill it with the water and then I drink it throughout the day. I had started doing that and it kind Mm. of fell apart. Yeah. I like it. And then I use the tea instead of it sitting in my pantry for <laughs> years. I get it. Yeah. I like a good uh, peach green tea. That's my favorite. That's my second one is a ginger peach tea. Oh, that sounds good. You need to take a vacation and come visit me and we will make all the teas. Awesome. Okay. I'm coming. <laughs> get ready. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. So some new business. I did want to update. Um, Friday was Juneteenth, and I was able to celebrate that with a group of educators um, in the Hudson Valley. We did a uh, hashtag EdEquityHV. Um, that's on Twitter, so if people want to follow along, you can. Um, a little different than Frentini, but still all related because it's about education and and all that good stuff. So we really set the space for like talking about race, racism, inequality, equity. Um, But we will be digging into the book Stamped um, by Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi. So that's pretty cool. And that's written for kids, I guess, like middle school kids mostly. Awesome. I have the book. Thank you very much. I've been reading it. I'm not done yet, but uh, we'll definitely talk about that at some point. I know. Yeah, we'll have our own little chat about it here. I think it's so and I'll save all my musings for that. But um, yeah, a local bookstore here was donating proceeds um, for 
related titles to Black Lives Matter, um, to the NAACP. So I went there with my wallet and I bought books for friends. And one of my friends, of course, is Nick. So I mailed you a copy. It was very nice to receive the book in the mail. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, And I'm enjoying it so far. So thanks. Yes. Lots of jokes. Okay, cool. Um, When I was opening, we plan our podcast for those listening on... um, on a Google Doc, a simple Google Doc. And when I was opening the drive for Frontini that we have, I saw a beautiful virtual classroom. Nick, tell me more about this because I was like, what is this thing? Should I delete this? Did I put this here? And it was actually from Nick. It was, and it's this beautiful, I don't know, you can describe it better than me. I'm going to open it now. Um, so... First of all, I'll start out by saying that all my Google accounts are interconnected now and I don't really know what goes to what. So I'm <laughs> sorry that some of my teaching stuff is popping up on our <laughs> Frontini account. Um, I'm getting better, though. Um, so with, you know, the remote teaching and stuff, there have been a lot of uh, things to do to kind of make it more engaging for the students because student engagement was a big thing. Um, it's difficult enough in the classroom and then to put them on something that they have no idea what they're doing. Uh, we really need to pull out some new like tricks and tips. So a lot of educators started creating these like Bitmoji classrooms. Mm. So it's like cool because you can like pick, I do mine in Google slides. I know there is um, like a platform to do them on. I think it's called like Bunchy. Yeah. Um, but I do them on Google slides and you just kind of like create your classroom and then you like can link all different resources. So in the spirit of Juneteenth, and it is going to be a holiday that's celebrated by New York City and the Department of Ed. So we're talking about it on Friday. And as part of our little lesson on it, me and my co-teacher, who is amazing, created this Bitmoji classroom with all resources revolving around Juneteenth. So really, they're just like little ways to try to like get the kids more engaged and like the resources that you have posted online. Yeah, I see like all the little books. I see little Bitmoji kids and I saw a beautiful chair. It looked like a beautiful room I would like want to go in. So I was like, oh, how cute. Yeah, it's cool. People are like creating like different like themed libraries. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I actually thought of you. I should have sent it to you because I saw a Harry Potter themed one and I knew that you were. uh... I know I was loving it. But then, you know, JK Rowling, you know, she went crazy. So she did. She did. She sure did. And, you know, I knew she had made statements um, maybe a few months ago, but I thought maybe she wouldn't do that again. Or maybe I don't know. But now I don't know. I'm going to say I'm not going to read the Harry Potter series. Okay. I appreciate it. I'm not reading them either, so. (laughs) I mean, for several reasons. I have trouble getting into it, but then I found on the Spotify um, the celebrities reading the chapters, and then I liked it. But then J.K. Rowling has to be crazy. And I'm like, listen, there's enough books in the world that we have. Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Tarts. It really did sound like that. got my strawberry frosted um yeah so yeah no more no more harry potter i'm sorry you know i try you know of all the things in the world to lean into it's like i'm just not gonna put my money in that direction i just don't need to awesome harry potter out anti-racism in 
Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so I support you, it. You were telling me about what is it? NYC I learn or oh, I learn NYC. Yeah, what's going on with that? So with the transition to remote learning, most schools switch started using Google Classroom mm. throughout everywhere, Long Island, upstate. There was like a big push for Google Classroom. It was a platform to be able to do remote teaching through. Some schools used Google Classroom previous to remote teaching in like a blended learning approach because their kids had the access to technology and things like that. Um, so iLearn New York City or iLearn NYC is like a new platform that I went to like a preview for the other day um, to cool. replace Google Classroom moving forward with remote learning, possibly. So wait, is it easy to learn? Because um, I am very Google able. So could I go on this and learn it quickly? Um, so what I went to was just like the guy like clicking through like a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. I thought it looked like cumbersome for teachers. Oh. I think the kid view is much more like kid friendly than Google Classroom. Like especially if you're not like trained and navigating it. Okay. But I think for teachers, it's going to be very, it's going to be a lot to get into. Oh, well, well then that's not as, as hopeful as I would have thought. Mm -mm. Once I get like the sample account, cause I'm supposed to get like a sample account. I'll let you know for sure. Cause then I can actually play around with it. Oh, cool. And I'll keep you updated on a little New York city DOE. Lifestyle tech lifestyle. I guess it's a lifestyle. Wow. Yep. Um, so from our, so that was kind of like our new business section. So now we have our follow-up from the last podcast. So the last podcast, um, episode four, <laughs> uh, was mainly about TikTok and how it is so great since then, um, K-pop stands and TikTok, uh, Gen Z delightful darlings have taken down our, um, the person who's acting as our in the role of our president at this time, having so much trouble talking about this person. Um, but <laughs> that person had had a <laughs> had a uh, a rally, and the kids and and adults got tickets, and then filled the stands uh, with no one. And it was very funny to see that. The, so that that would be my TikTok update. But I'm wondering because you've been on a journey in trying to self correct your algorithm. So like, how is TikTok for you in this moment? Well, first of all, I'm going to say that I saw that whole thing um, with the rally on. TV last night and I was like blown away I thought it was the most like clever creative like good use of social media amazingness I am very proud of them I thought it yes. was great such a good idea like I never would have even like thought of it yes um there, especially because I'm not that like tech savvy I guess too I know and it's like free and like today they're all congratulating each other on TikTok it's it's so adorable and amazing and it's just like as a teacher you know click clack moo is this book I just sent it actually to my to my buddy Lauren um for her son um Joey Jr uh, in Port Washington and so I sent it to them because it's like it's about protesting and so these cows they don't like their condition in um in the barn and they steal a typewriter from the farmer and they write to him about their conditions. Then they get their conditions changed. So it's like a really great way of introducing kids to like voice. And so in this moment, this weekend, it's like we see, or this week and then 
it actually coming to fruition this weekend, like kids using their voice. I'm saying kids, but I know it's like all ages, but this Gen Z, they just, I, I, they fill me with like hope and, and wonder and I love them. So they like take to social media and then it actually works just like Click Clack Moo. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And Click Clack Moo is a great book. <laughs> I like laughed a little <laughs> bit when you, when you gave the synopsis. I love it. Yes. Well, no, it's, it's a cute thing. And so her son is like super young. Like he hasn't even started kindergarten yet, but just like thinking about that idea that like you can have an opinion on your surroundings and then there are ways that you can change them, you know, and, and that's cool. Yeah. It's a good lesson too. So what do you have other, um, TikTok updates? Sorry. I, I went on my own diatribe. No, I like it. Um, I do. I am, like we said, working to change my algorithm because I was not loving TikTok and it's working slowly, Mm. but it's happening. So of course, our girl Shell, who is amazing. Yes. Um, I want like hours and hours and hours of her content. She's unbelievable. However, I have also come across <laughs> something else that I don't really necessarily think that I want to continue pursuing on TikTok, but it's dads of TikTok. Okay. So <laughs> hot dads, some, yeah, some not, some are just like regular old dads. Okay. Some are like older dads. Like it could be my dad. Are they celebrating the dad bod? I have not seen that yet. Okay. Um, but I think it's almost as random, but not really as the witches of TikTok, which um, I, I actually was talking to someone who I never would think would be like a TikTok user. And he surprised me and he was, and I wanted to talk to him about witch talk, but I didn't know if that was weird. Because mm. I'm still into that too. Yeah, it's a it's a weird zone. But listen, Shell, we have to. So I, Shell put on a, a new. She posts a lot on TikTok. Shell writes romance. So I messaged her to be like, "Hey, love you." Talked about you on Frontini, and she messaged me and listened to the last Frontini episode. She's awesome. She is awesome. So she just, I just love it. So anyone who says it's like just dancing and stuff, it's so much more than that. Wait, can I just say one more thing about her? Yes. (laughs) My favorite one right now is she's, okay, so I have like a little thing with Walmart and she's in Walmart and that reverse song is on. (laughs) Have you seen this one? I, I have, I have. I think it's the best. Yes. I, she needs like all the content that she makes is just so delightful. Yes. Yes. I so, felt her disappointment in that one. <laughs> yeah. She did not find the river. She did not. <laughs> so anything else from your TikTok world? Nope. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. Well, it's a good place to be. Okay, so now really to get into some interesting topics, uh, let's talk about bagels. This is like very quintessential New York topic. 
Yeah, I think that there are a lot of people who don't realize it. So we actually, for this podcast, we have listeners in Germany and in Canada. This is true. And we also have listeners in North Carolina and Ohio. We see you. Hello. International. Um, international. So you might not know. I don't know. Maybe you don't know what a bagel is. So how would you describe a bagel, Nick? Heaven. <laughs> okay. Um, it's bread that is shaped into a ring mm -hmm. with a hole in the middle however i like it when they get really puffy and the hole is not really a hole anymore which we'll talk about oh. um and they're kind of like crispy on the outside and like soft on the inside and then they can have like toppings on them such as sesame seeds mm -hmm. or everything mm -hmm. and then they're like egg bagels and then some people get fancy with like french toast and cinnamon raisin and blueberry mm -hmm. But I like a good egg everything bagel. Is that your favorite? Recently, yeah. Egg everything bagel. Well, mm -hmm. I would say the everything bagel is definitely my favorite. Yeah, they're just so good. I would say an egg everything would be my favorite, but they're not vegan, so I can't eat them. Yeah, no. Choose not to eat them. But yeah, so bagels, round, Jewish origin, and they've come to their highest potential in New York City. Oh, for sure. I'm thrown down. So anyone who thinks otherwise, step to me. <laughs> Let's do it. Because that, that is the truth. So in, on this beautiful planet uh, that we call Earth, that we are united in, the best bagels are in New York City. Absolutely. Do, can you throw down with some favorite bagel spots that you have? Um, yeah, I can. Utopia Bagel is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, in my little bodega convenience store thing on my corner, yes, that their bagels now are so good. So huh. it's important to say that bagels kind of like range like pizza. Mm -hmm. Like they're all okay, but like a good one is good. Okay, I can I can get down with that. Um, um, so yeah, there, I guess for me, where is Utopia Bagels? Where is that located? Um, it's in like Flushing, Queens on Utopia Parkway, um, down like close to the Cross Island. Okay. I don't know what like the cross street is down there, but. And are they open like late or is it just to like three o'clock? Yeah. It's like a regular bagel, like till like three or four. Mm -hmm. So interesting. My two, my top two bagel places, well. I won't get into New York City bagels. Okay, I, I will. I will. All right. So for Brooklyn, I will say Bagel World um, on what I think it's Sixth Street and Fifth Avenue in Park Slope. But the number one place is Montague Street Bagels. That's in Brooklyn Heights. Um, cannot be beat. That's the best bagel in the city. I'm going to, again, throw it down. <laughs> no, but I will say um, in the city, I do love Essa bagels. So maybe this is where Essa bagels are gigantic and they're for sure over a pound of bagel. Um, and there's no hole because they're so giant. And the I think there might be more than one, but I'm thinking of the one in Gramercy. And I think it's on uh, 1st Ave and like 22nd Street, something like that. So why are you loving a bagel without a hole? Because I like when they get, like, big and puffy like that and then, like, kind of, like, close over the hole. Have you had an Essa Bagel bagel? I don't think so. Damn. You got to do that. We got to get on that. All right. 
yes, ma'am. Okay. We will get on it. That'll be a wonderful thing. It's a bagel that like will fill you up for like a day, like not a day and a half, but like a half day. (laughs) Half day is good. Yeah. So this morning I was actually, and it's funny that you're talking about, do you remember when you, early on in you living in Brooklyn, we went to a bagel place and we got bagels with cream cheese, lettuce, and tomato. Mm. Delicious. Those bagels were good. They were huge. They're awesome. And I don't know why I like remember this day of like all the days that we've spent together in our like lifetime. However, that's what I had for breakfast this morning. And it made me think of you. Did you get salt pepper? Yep. I know where we got those bagels is called La Bagel Delight. That's on 7th Avenue in Park Slope. Also very good. Right across from the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed that you remember that too. Yeah. I go when, when I go to visit Park Slope, um, Bagel World on 5th, which is slightly better, is always closed like a bagel place is. But La Bagel is always open. So I always get my bagels from there, actually. It's interesting how bagel places have like early hours. It is interesting. It's kind of weird to think about. I guess there's a lot of uh, morning birds, morning doves uh, flying around the city that want a bagel in the morning. But I think they're really appropriate all day long. Yes. I agree. Pizza bagels are great. Mm-hmm. I feel like a pizza bagel is perfect for like a rainy uh, summer, like afternoon. Perfect lunch. I think that's good timing for it. Yes. Um, I also love, because of my love for everything bagels, everything but the bagel seasoning. I'm new to that. So have you been doing that for a while? Yes. And cool. What do you put it on? Like more than just bagels or? Yeah, more than just bagels. I use it like more as like a seasoning. Mm. And you know what it's so good on, which is weird, is cucumbers. That's fabulous. You know, I have not thought to try that, but it is getting to be like crazy cucumber season right now. So it's a perfect timing for that. Yep. I actually have that too. I just got the everything but the bagel Trader Joe's just finished it earlier this week. And now I'm onto a generic brand. I guess they now have it in most supermarkets and I put it on tomatoes. Oh, that sounds good too. But I'm very jealous that you had a bagel this morning. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. How do you feel about caraway seeds in your everything but the bagel seasoning or in general? So in general, I'm going to say I like them. Like I like a caraway seed in, you know, Irish soda bread or something like that. But um, it's a delicate mix. So you're playing with fire, my friend, with the caraway seeds, because if you go a little over, then there's too much. And then it really throws off like the onion, garlic, black sesame, regular sesame, salt combo. So it needs to not be an equal seed. That's interesting. How do you feel about it? I like caraway seeds. Mm-hmm. Again, Irish soda bread, great. Um, certain other things, wonderful. I tend to try to look for the seasoning without them. Oh, okay. What? Because it overpowers it, right? It makes it yeah. something different. Yeah, it makes everything taste like them. You know, we have, um, what do we have? What is it called? Oh. Uh... It's like a bread alone, and it's a series of bread stores, sandwich stores up here, and they make bagels, which, you know, it's no New York City bagel, but they make bagels. They sell the bagels in the, in the store, and so they had everything bagels, and my local, like, little health food store was so happy. I was like, fine, get everything bagel. Maybe I'll toast it. Maybe it'll be somewhat close to a city bagel, 
Um, and I'll tell you, there were everything bagels with um, sunflower seeds on them and no salt. Hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? Were the sunflower seeds salty? No. Like, it was kind of like a granola-y version of what an everything bagel should be. And it was very sad. Yeah, that's not an everything bagel. So what I did was I used the bagel, put on my little vegan cream cheese, slice of tomato, slice of onion. I love it. And I shook on the everything but the bagel seasoning <laughs> to make it, like, proper. Problem solved? <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. But who does that? Yeah. I do like a sunflower seed on a bagel, though. Like, sometimes you get those, like, multi-green, like, kind of, like, nutty. Yes, you have to be, like, in the mode for that. Yeah, it's definitely not, like, a surprise thing. So, I have this article up from Spoon University. And they said 17 bagel toppings to try that just aren't cream cheese. So, I'll throw some by you. How would you feel about putting peanut butter and granola on a bagel? Peanut butter, sure. Mm -hmm. Granola, I don't think I want that on my bagel. Yeah, for me, too crunchy. Doesn't yeah. make it's, it's like it's weird. It's confusing for sure. It's like eating a pizza with like Chinese food on top. Doesn't make sense. Mm, um, sometimes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next one. Let's go. Okay, next one is smoked salmon. Have you ever had that? Nova, lox? Yeah, I don't like it. I have never had it. However, we're, I when I was in high school, as you know, I worked in a bagel store, which formed uh, so much of my life and got to hang out with cool uh, Gen Xers. And I absolutely love that I did that. And I'm so happy that I worked in all teens should get a job like that. So cool. Um, and people loved Nova and like locks, but the smell, no ma'am. I could see that. No, ma'am. However, um, but I had access to this. It's very expensive. So, but I just never ate it, never tried it. But now they have vegan versions of it. So I think like I would try it, but like, I don't know. I'll try it vegan version. I'll get back to everybody. Yeah. Let me, maybe let me know what you think. And if you like the vegan version, maybe I'll try the vegan version. Yeah, they have this place in Lower East Side called Orchard Street Grocer, and they make, like, these delicious, deluxe, like, Instagrammable, but so, so freaking good um, sandwiches and stuff, and they have it there, so, like, it'll be tasty, but, like, I just don't know if I'm down with that flavor. I am not, so let me know what you think. Okay. What if, so now we're kind of like in more of a savory mode, but like, what if we were to say Nutella on a bagel? I could do that. Yeah. It's a different thing. I like a cinnamon raisin bagel, like every once in a blue moon. Me too. But again, it's a different thing. Like, it's a totally different thing. And randomly, I'll also have a sesame. I like sesame bagels. Those are probably my favorite second. But yeah, me too. But the calling of the everything is so strong from within my soul that I, I go to it, you know, 99 out of 100 times I get a bagel. It will be an everything bagel. Same. <laughs> um, so the, up next, they have um, bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. My favorite. So that is like your classic New York way to eat a bagel. You get an everything bagel with bacon, egg, and cheese. Yes. And they're so good when they're wrapped in like the deli, like wax paper and then tin foil. 
So they yeah. stay like nice and hot and get like steaming. Yeah. Nice so, nice coffee. Mm-hmm. So in the in the wax paper or the parchment paper wrap that you then cut through it with the knife, but then you wrap the whole thing, the halves into that. Oh, with an iced coffee, Nicole. Yes. Yep. Oh my God. Sounds like the beginning of a beach day to me. It does, right? Yep. Oh my gosh. So back to when you were talking about peanut butter and granola. If mm-hmm. I was going to do anything, I think I would do peanut butter and bacon. What? Salty and sweet. So good. Really? Have you had that though? Or that yeah. would be like a, really? Yes. I've had it on like white toast. So let's make it more unhealthy. Mm. Um, it's so good. And the peanut butter like melts because the toast is warm. It's delicious. Oh, this is a good one. I have not even thought of. It's like um, a buffalo mozzarella, like a natural mozzarella, pesto and tomato on and everything. I would get to. Good Lord. Yep. That sounds great. That sounds like, holy moly. Actually, they said also try a hunk of burrata cheese. I could get behind that too. Which I've never had. Wow, that really looks fabulous. And then other stuff. I mean, they have like cookie dough in the bagel, like a big hunk of it. I'm like, ew. Yeah, no, I don't want that. No, no, no. You know what I do think that is an idea that I think could be good for different toppings on a bagel is, you know, how like some people like hollow out their bagel. Yes. Okay. So that was like a big thing. Like, you know, get rid of the dough inside, which is so good, but I So like, why, why do you, it's scooping out. So why do you get a bagel scooped out? I think it's people don't want all like the carbs. Yeah. So like save some calories or something. Yeah. Um, however, you know, like the pretzel shells, pretzel shell. Yeah. Like they're like the pretzel, like the outside of the pretzel without like the inside of the pretzel. What? No, I don't know anything about this. Oh, so pretzel shells. Okay. You can get them stuffed with peanut butter. There's like a whole big thing. Trader Joe's actually has them too. Love Trader Joe's. See, this is the problem of upstate life. You just don't get to know about these things. I've I honestly, I'm not even like playing. I've never heard of this before in my life. (laughs) They're good. I can imagine. It's like just like the outside crunchy part of a pretzel with like a hollow inside. Almost like a pretzel goldfish. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. But like more space inside. Cool. And with the peanut butter, they're good too. Usually it's like natural peanut butter. Delicious. Okay. But back to bagels. I think that people should start making like bagel shells. Oh my gosh. So you know what? That reminds me of like a flagle. But cooked more. Yes. And like with space inside. Because a flagel is just like a squished down bagel. Yes. Like when they're hot for people who don't know what a flagel is. A um, flat bagel. It's a flat bagel. There's actually a lot of places have one of those. And it's like honey sunflower. Oh, and it has sunflower seeds on it. And that I like. Mm-hmm. But it's again, it's more of that like multi-green. But yeah, I really think people should get on the bagel shells. And I think we would add like a nice little like crunch because like potato chips on a sandwich are great. Yeah. I feel like the pita chip world blew up, but like the bagel chip world did not blow up. Bagel chips are good. But this, but what you're saying, it would be like the bagel chip done like a pretzel chip, which is like a really, a totally new thing. Yeah. And they have those like pretzel crisps too, which are good. But I think it should be like an actual bagel. 
but just like the outside, I think it would be like a good thing for a sandwich. Like because you could tuck your stuff into it. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, just another idea, throwing it out there. Anyone interested, let me know. <laughs> You're trademarking it right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. Again, support you fully, not financially. <laughs> That is, that's the caveat of the show. We support you fully, but not financially. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> With my whole heart. Yes. My whole free heart. <laughs> my whole free heart and not my empty wallet. No. Wow. What about a mini bagel? Mini bagels serve a purpose. Okay. Um, again, calorie wise and stuff, probably the better choice because really like a New York bagel, they're big. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of bread. Delicious, wonderful bread. But still, I, a lot of bread. So many bagels are good, but I don't feel like they really capture the essence of a real bagel. Yeah, and I feel like there's not, like, it's a rare unicorn or narwhal find to find the everything mini bagel. Yeah, they're usually plain. They're usually plain, and so then that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I have no time for a plain bagel. No, but the plain is good if you get, like, a sweet-flavored cream cheese. So, like, a walnut, vanilla, cinnamon cream cheese. If they have that, that on a plain is good. And that on a plain mini is good because a big one with that, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. The world of cream cheese is crazy, too. They have, like, every flavor. I know. And it's, well, and they have lox cream cheese, too, which I've never had. Nope, me neither. No. What is your favorite cream cheese? Um, scallion, usually. Is it? Yeah. Or do you do mostly plain? Um, usually I get plain, but like mm-hmm. if I'm going to be a little fancy. And I like vegetable cream cheese. Yeah. But I don't like it when it has peppers in it. And a lot of places use peppers. Oh, yeah. There, the, there's a place near um, me, but it's been closed since quarantine, which is a bummer. And they take tofuti and they mix it with freshly chopped veggies. So there's like scallions, there's carrots, and there's something else. Not peppers, though, but it's very, very good and like fresh. I like that when it's like the vegetables are like crunchy. Yes. Yes. Definitely crunchy. And it's like very good. So I tend to get the veggie there. And I'm like, ooh, that's really good. So when I come up, we'll go there too. Yay. You well, we have really... to wait for a quarantine life to be over, but whatever. Yeah. We, you really got me in the mood for an iced coffee, by the way. <laughs> iced coffee is another wonderful thing that we can dive into I know, at I another like time. For another time, we will have to do that. But I'm thinking before we close out bagels, mentioning yeah. green bagels and tie-dyed bagel, rainbow bagel, the colors. Yeah. It's a thing. And you know what? I think also a marbled rye bagel would be excellent on a sandwich. I have not tried it as much because I got the call of the wild with that everything bagel. (laughs) It's a problem because I also like pumpernickel bagels. Uh, Yeah, right? But it's like... Which sometimes also have caraway seeds in them. (laughs) Right? But like with some butter, that's good though. So good. Right? Yeah. Gosh. Well, I'm this sure. just leads me to believe that I need to eat bagels more frequently so I don't always get called to the everything. Uh, yes. So you have to up the frequency of the bagel. And I will say too, so it's a lot of bread. There are a lot of calories, but I think there's something when you're just from New York, you don't actually like gain weight from eating bagels. 
no, it's like a natural thing. <laughs> like you're like supposed natural, to do it. You're like adjusted to it. Like, you know how like people like if they grew up eating Mediterranean diet, that's what they eat. But even though it's like high fat and they don't gain weight. So it's like if you're from New York, you can eat a bagel a day. Like it's not a problem. I have not found it to be a problem. I could eat a bagel a day. Easily. Exactly. Exactly. It does not fluctuate my weight. It no. Only- and now that I know all these like toppings, I think I am going to eat a bagel a day. I think I am too. You know, it only increases my happiness. And that is why we are on earth is to increase and maintain our happiness, right? Go towards what makes you smile. Absolutely. Life is good. Eat a bagel. Good vibes only. Okay, so we are up to our story time, variety time, kind of like anything goes time. <laughs> and a couple episodes ago, Vic and I shared our friendship origin story. Yes. Um, however, over the years, we have had many other interesting times. As, we sh- as the stories unfold, I don't know what people will come to think of us because we're just kind of like these uh, people who chat about bagels and then... We've had this kind of past. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, with a lot of um... things. Yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. But in regards to all this, I would like to give you a little update, a little neighborhood update. Oh, I'd love a neighborhood update. Yeah, so um, from our origin story, we kind of said that Vic and I grew up together. So we've known each other forever. We lived in a little neighborhood on Long Island and rode bikes and did weird things as kids. Um, So my parents still live there. So yesterday I was out visiting my parents and it's been a while because of the whole quarantine lifestyle and stuff like that. But Vic, the Christmas tree is gone. What do you mean gone? It's gone. It's not there anymore. The tree is like a stump? There's no stump. It looks like the whole stump was dug out. There's like grass over it. The lawn actually looks beautiful. Oh. But it is gone. Wow. Yes. So the story of this Christmas tree Hmm. is um, it was a little pine tree on someone's lawn. And we decided to decorate this pine tree for Christmas many years. It was at the the very corner of the lawn and it almost didn't make sense that it was there. This is little, like, uh, what would you say? Three feet, four feet tall? Yeah, I think when we started, it was about that tall. Yeah. (laughs) And it was on like the corner of this property that was always kind of like a mystery house. Like it always seems like, like cool teenagers live there but now maybe they were like young adults yeah (laughs) and they weren't really anyone's kids they were like living there to like start their lives oh that's what you think I do I kind of think they're much older than we thought they were we okay we they would make out in their yard and we would hide behind parked cars and scream mushy mushy at them yes and also let's just like preface this that we were probably like when all this started like eight mushy mushy yeah (laughs) (laughs) so they hated us oh my gosh I didn't realize that they could have been young adults and you know what you were actually I always assumed they were like maybe high schoolers but you're probably right they were probably starting their life holy smokes yeah I didn't I that's so funny 
it's weird to think about. Yeah. So we would kind of prowl onto this, this tree and like stealth mode decorate it. And they probably thought it was cute, but we thought we were being like tricksters or like pranksters, but we were probably actually doing something nice. Yeah, because they always like left the decorations up. And let's also preface that like the decorations were homemade. <laughs> Lots of construction paper and glitter. Oh my gosh. Um, Could yeah. you imagine getting, pr- I would love getting pranked like that today. We thought we were so like badass, but clearly we were not. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I think as we tell more stories, um, we might realize that we are less badass than we thought we were. But I guess technically we were going on someone else's property and defacing it. But really, I mean, making a little miniature tree cute. I mean, that's precious. Yeah. And especially because they probably like saw us doing it. Um, like, yeah. I know we always used to think it was like the middle of the night, but it was like December in New York. It was probably like 515 and pitch black outside. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> well, that's sad the tree is gone, but it was a weird placement of a tree. Is that It was weird. Yeah, definitely. And now, I mean, like 30 years later, I'm sure the tree would have been huge. So it would have like lost a lot of its cuteness. Yeah. Well, wow. Well, what an update. And yeah, well, good. That's a good friendship story time. It is. All right. So on to good TV and good other stuff. So like, what have you been watching this week? That is awesome. Um, this week, I have actually been watching a lot of Big Bang Theory. Oh, cool. I like that. I know people have like very mixed feelings on that show. I really like it. And I want to be friends with Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> Amazing. He's awesome. What have you been watching? um, Honestly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is not in normal production, which is making me sad because I guess they're editing people or or dealing with COVID and quarantine. And so they can't like deal with the second half of it. And my, I do sling TV and I record um, Real Housewives of New York City. And for some reason, like my DVR has been like messed up. And so I've not watched it. So my TV this week has been epic fails and I have nothing good to report. Well, I hope it gets better next week. I know. In a weird way, it's good because then like next week I have two Real Housewives of New York City back to back. So that's like cool. That's silver lining for sure. I know. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to be positive, I guess. So what's the, what other good stuff has been getting you through the week? I had a really busy week this week with work because mm. if no one knows, Friday the 26th is the last day of school for New York City DOE. Yay! <laughs> and in that vein, I would just like to say if there are any New York City DOE teachers listening, good job, guys. This was not easy. I'll do another. <laughs> go go ahead. Keep congratulating them. Um, annoying. Really, points. what the DOE did very quickly in a very short time, and what you know, teacher friends of mine and other teachers that I've seen have done, really has been quite amazing. And we <laughs> deserve. <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting to do my annoying voice noise. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> And I just also would like to say, like, very good job to my co-teacher, my other half. She's awesome. I'm going to miss her. 
but it looks like we're together again next year. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. nice. I love a co-teacher. I, I hung out with my old co-teacher last night. Shout out to, to him. Yeah, other halves. Yes, other halves. It's amazing. Um, well, I love that. Yeah. My other, my good other stuff, honestly, I was so in love with my community who came out for the um, Ed Equity Hudson Valley group um, for the reading of stamps that like really is a beautiful thing because I was just a person who wanted to read a book, but I wanted to do it with others. And so like the fact that other people wanted to do that was so cool. So that was definitely the highlight of my week other than um, of course, my, my buddies, uh, Matt and Mike coming over, that was super cool too. But the, the thing I've been like super busy with is like making my porch not look like, um, a lunatic lives here, but I've been really getting it together and like buying things and like sorting it out and like making it cute. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like my travel tips, like killing wasps and making it cute. Like, okay. <laughs> I do. That's adorable. Yeah, but that's what I got going on. So uh, podcast Frontini listeners, you can find us on social media on Instagram. We are Frontini Podcast. We are going to put some posts up. So look out for them, like them, love them. We are on Twitter at Frontini Pod and we are on TikTok as Frontini. So we hope that you join us next time. Um we will once again be talking about a bunch of random stuff, just like we do all the time. Uh, thank you for joining us to our international listeners and listeners across the United States. <laughs> to yes. States. Thank you so much for listening. And I think next time we're going to try to talk a little bit about our childhood lemonade stand. It's definitely lemonade stands weather. And I feel like we don't have a recipe for the Frentini, but Nick, I'm thinking it'd be very precious if lemonade was in the mix. I'll work on it this week. Awesome. All right. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.